Welcome back to a brand new episode of Pop Cannon. We are your hosts. My name is Jordan. I am Robert. My name is Paul. I'm Joe. Guys, we are talking about Mortal Kombat, the new film from uh, Warner Brothers. And we got to watch it on HBO Max, and it is available in select theaters. Uh, I watched it on HBO Max. I think we all did. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a really solid start for a brand new franchise. And I've also never really been big into Mortal Kombat. I've played a few of the games, the older ones. Um, but other than that, never really dove into the mythology. I bought Mortal Kombat 10 for the Xbox One. I played it for sorry. <laughs> two days, and then I was like, all right, I've had enough. Never finished the story, never tried to continue with that. Just played multiplayer. So I was essentially a blank slate of information for this film, and I enjoyed it. It wasn't perfect. Um... I have issues, but for the most part, I thought it was a very good attempt at starting something different. So, what about you guys? Who wants to go with their initial thoughts on the film? Well, I was basically, like, in the same place uh, as you were. Like, honestly... I don't think I've ever owned a Mortal Kombat game somehow. Uh, I guess I was more just like a Street Fighter fan in general. But they're both like equally as cool to me now, I guess. Uh, I don't know if the movie like sort of like betrays like any specific character like from the canon or anything like that. Because I know for me like that's sort of like a pretty big deal, deal breaker if I feel like any one character like not done justice or whatever you know what i mean like i so i don't know if that like happens to anyone in this movie i knew what was happening you know what i mean i feel like like i don't want to go too far off track here but robert i remember you um talking about the warcraft movie mm-hmm. and you said you had no fucking idea what was going on nope. but for but for me watching that movie i was like oh yeah i know that i know that I know right that so I feel like it's good when somebody who doesn't know shit about the game watches the movie version of it and is like, okay, I can, I can see what's happening. Yeah. So, that's cool. so I think, I think the movie does that surprisingly well. I don't think like the plotting is like amazing or anything. Um, I thought the dialogue was surprisingly good, surprisingly funny. There's some weird CGI and some editing maybe issues here and there, but I did like kind of some things like did kind of seem jarring and like certain characters like during CGI moments like looked kind of shitty in my opinion. Okay. Like, uh, who, who was, uh, who was, a uh, 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 Frisbee hat? <laughs> <laughs> Kung Lao. Yeah. Like his like intro where he like does like a weird flip in the air like to me i was just like ah oh, that looks weird but it's like it lasts for like three seconds and it's like okay and then you move on so his weird flip in the air was the one that bothered you anyway um. <laughs> i guess there were plenty of weird flips in the air. but any, anyway uh yeah so so overall like it it's surprisingly good for somebody who doesn't know the source material uh, to follow along and enjoy it and understand, like, this is a martial arts movie <laughs> that has that's chaotic and has to do with fighting, and that's what you're here for. So, I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> um, yeah, so the editing, there were a lot of, like, really jarring moments in a movie where, like, I kind of want to see more of the styles of combat and even like the stunts like there's one like awkward awkwardly edited scene where Cole like jumps over a fence over the truck and it's like cool because you see that last flip but like the like lead into like him jumping onto the van was just like 
Mm -hmm. It was just a really awkward scene to watch. And I think that repeats a couple times throughout. And the performances don't really add much to the characters. Uh, but I think that also is a symptom that there's not a lot to the characters, uh, or at least not that they've told you. Um, I think that's part of it's such a big movie and I don't necessarily know that much about Mortal Kombat. Um, but I know that there's a lot of characters that they even left out here and like people are upset that they didn't include everybody. But like in a movie where they're trying to juggle all these different characters, they didn't really give anybody a ton of depth. Like I think the most developed character is probably Kano and like why? <laughs> why, why is the comedic relief racist sexist guy the one who i know most <laughs> about coming out of this um like paul said the effects were a little clunky at times um it was a pretty easy to follow movie uh the plot just wasn't really necessarily necessarily there for me um we lead in with like that text scroll telling us all about the tournament but the tournament never really happens um and i know that's part of like the enemy's evil plot but it also seems like that's gonna be down the line but in the franchise that like oh the next movie maybe we'll see the tournament that's less than a month away all in all it just wasn't really for me I, maybe if i was a bigger fan of the games i would have taken more out of it but i just did i mean of the four of us i'm the biggest fan of the games here for sure um because fighting games are really like the only ones that I really can nestle into. Hmm. Um, like Paul said, Street Fighter was what we were playing when we were younger. I didn't have Mortal Kombat because I don't think I had a. I don't think I had a system that could play it. But I played the arcade game when I would see it in an arcade, and I knew of it because there was like one kid in the neighborhood whose parents let him have it, and he would play it, and we would all go play it. Um, but like you know, generally the characters like Scorpion and Sub Zero and all, like all of those guys, and most of them get featured here, which is really cool. Um, but I liked this movie so much. Once the credits rolled, I was like, I want in now, and I wanted the sequel like a, as soon as possible because I wanted to just keep that, the momentum that I felt like the the film carried going. Um, and I've heard like the criticism that there isn't an, an actual tournament in this movie. And while that's like technically true, cause I guess you don't see like a bracket situation. Everyone singles off and fights as if there is a tournament happening. And it's one of my favorite things about the movie is that they didn't shy away from any of the game stuff at all. They just kind of dove in. And it's not, like, that difficult of a fucking concept to understand. They added some stuff, I feel like, uh, to try to make it make sense for a movie. Like the like the scar, that's, like, your entry token, but also can give you powers eventually. I think that that's, like, a device for the film to move forward. It feels more like that. I don't believe that anything has ever been said in the at least three games that I've played in full of Mortal Kombat that's ever mentioned any of those things. Um... There's so much fan service, but in, like, for me, the best way, like, I loved all of the fan service in this movie. Um, from the characters announcing that they won a fight or, like, they were doing the video games announcing for the game, the movie. Yeah. I fucking, like, somehow they made that make sense. Like, it seemed like those people would say those things. Right. So that didn't bother me necessarily. Like, if, if, <laughs> like the crazy the crazy Australian guy just survived that encounter with who's supposed to be reptile and they gave his full reptilian version here which has been featured in the games more recently that it's an actual fucking reptile. He survives that fight and pulls his beating heart out of his chest which is one of Kano's fatalities from very early on like the very first game that was his thing that he did. Um, which is awesome to see happen for real. But then he says Kano wins. Like, of course, that guy already <laughs> talked. He already talked like himself in the third person before yeah. that. Um, so he would say something like that. Mm. Um, and when Kung Lao said uh, flawless victory after he sawed the fucking uh, the pterodactyl woman in half, that was fucking amazing. 
I thought that was so cool. I love so many of those moments. Um, but like, what was like, I don't know. Was there a favorite sequence specifically <laughs> that you guys had about it? And you know, this is going to come come off kind of strange, but I really liked the scene where Jax sent Cole and his family away and tried to lure Sub-Zero like from them. I thought that was a really fun sequence. Um, and it really like set up that like, okay, Sub-Zero is a threat here to like everyone. Earth's champions were not ready for Sub-Zero. Yeah. Uh, regardless of if he was fighting them in the tournament or if he was fighting them on the Anywhere streets else. a month yeah. before. But yeah, when, when Sub-Zero grabbed Jax's arms and like ripped them off... I was like, oh, that's just so brutal. Yeah. Just kicking him down. And we got to, like, the camera, like, lingered on it. And we got to see the full impact of yeah. Jax getting, like, kicked over. I thought that was really cool and really well done. Um, yeah, that last fight scene, too, between Scorpion, Sub-Zero, and Cole. I think that was one of the better scenes of the film. That was so fucking legit, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so fucking awesome scorpion being uh resurrected or coming back from from hell from the nether realm like it seemed almost as though they 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 really wanted to use the spear that raiden took from scorpion's home where he died they really wanted to use that and then it seemed like once that spear felt the blood of his like his literal bloodline that's when he then was resurrected from hell. Like somehow that was the gateway. They don't right. really explain it, but that's what it seemed like on my rewatching of it. That was mm. like way more clear. Yeah. Cause at first I was kind of like, Oh, he's just fucking there now. Holy <laughs> shit. Like yeah, that was terrifying. Yeah. That's, that's how it felt for me uh, watching it. Yeah. Um, not that I was like upset necessarily. Because uh, they do, like, kind of talk about earlier in the movie, like, they're di being different realms. Mm -hmm. So already you're like, oh, okay, well, then hell isn't really, like, death, necessarily. Right. Yeah. So, and, he, and then uh, Shang Tsung, uh, the main bad guy, mm -hmm. says death is only a portal or something like that, or right, a doorway, right. some shit yeah. like that. And then he takes the body, so it's like, <laughs> that's not the last we've seen of Melina. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or... Uh, sub-zero or goro specifically we saw those three disappear into that like smoke stuff that he kept coming out of and kano and kano that's right but no but i think it's awesome in a movie where i was kind of trying to figure out how they were going to go about that yeah. right you know like how are they going to get through people actually dying in these fights because like that's the only way to do this right and the games utilize what's called revenants. Like they come back and they're like a zombified form, but they have like their thoughts and shit. Like it's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> but I think that that's like clearly where they're going with that. Yeah, that makes sense. I really loved the opening with Hanzo's family yeah. and his death. Um, I love the set design there. Yeah. Um, and just that was a fight where like the music didn't always match the beats of the fight, but at like the pivotal moments it did for sure um but the the fight itself was very well coordinated um it, it was very funny when he goes i don't understand your words but i'll kill you and it's like why are you talking to each other if you don't speak the same language? <laughs> well it, so that was the thing i don't i watch i don't remember if if it came up in the subtitles yeah but it said like in Japanese in Mandarin, like right, it was yeah. being very specific on how they were not speaking the same language, which cleared it up for me from the game because I didn't know necessarily one was a Japanese clan and one was a Chinese clan. Yeah. So to get that clarification from the film, I think is a really, that's a, that's a feather in their cap, I feel like. And then the characters that are doing, that are speaking those languages are using those fighting styles. Yes, mm. Hanzo Hizashi is is clearly Japanese, so he's using Japanese fighting techniques, and then 
Bihan is Chinese, so he's using... I forget, I watched one of the featurettes and they named the specific type of Chinese martial art that they were using, but it, it just know that it is a specific Chinese martial art. And the guy that's playing Sub-Zero, mm-hmm. he is like super prolific. He's one of the guys that was in the movie The Raid, or in the Raid movies, which I haven't seen, but everybody like can't stop talking about them after they see them for action sequences. He's also like a 15-year Indonesian judo champion or something like that. So he's like in the best possible position as Sub-Zero, as the main bad guy that everybody has to work toward fighting. Mm-hmm. Somehow they also casted it that way. Yeah. Which I think is fantastic. Hmm. To the point of the language thing, though, um, <laughs> the some of the, um, the video game callbacks, they did work, I'll be honest. Um, like it, Kung Lao's kind of a dork, so it makes sense that he would make a dorky statement like yeah. "flawless victory." Yeah, but um, <laughs> the get over here, I know that's like you can't get away with putting Scorpion in a movie and, and not say that, not say that. But it's like, did he go to hell and learn English? <laughs> right, right. Well, how else would he know how to say that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, why? <laughs> it's not like it's not like it was set up. Right to have like sub-zero say that to his family like get over here or something right so then he's returning it yeah 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 maybe no. yeah well maybe he just studied it in hell dude. <laughs> he learned how to control fire in hell so like why yeah. not also pick up a book and read english yeah. Like, yeah there's probably a good couple americans in hell so <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean jeez i guess i just gonna say fucking I can't whatever Kano scene basically like uh, like just pick one basically <laughs> yeah uh, I guess I really liked him like getting his laser eye that was cool oh, like all the scenes with him are good uh, I like that I liked in the laser eye scene they 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 riled him up in yeah, an attempt knew. to try to get him to find it another way. Because, like, the fight pit was not happening. Yeah, yeah, they He's knew, not they at knew their he level. needed to face his anger. Yeah, they knew. They knew so and that's, off, like, yeah. it's such a fu- I feel like it was really subtextual that they did that. Yeah. They were not, like, out in the open about, but it was it was the knowing look afterward, like, like, we got him. Like, we know how the, how the fuck to do this, like, basically. It was a little bit insinuated when, um, when Liu Kang stands up to, like, rile him like he he definitely has that in his performance that he's trying to get something from him but. yeah i think so um but that just goes to joe's point of like kano was an actual character yeah. whereas we take someone like sonia blade who dude there's so there's so many good performances in this movie and there's also sonia blade in this movie <laughs> so i didn't necessarily have a problem with her performance my problem comes from the character herself, the way she was written, the way that everyone was just kind of like, oh, yeah, she could just kind of hang out. She found her way here. Sure. Because well, she could just like, hang out. You're going to be our exposition girl and you're going to tell yeah. us all about Mortal Kombat. And like, yeah. it's like you've dedicated your life to this for some reason. <laughs> but, oh, because Jack's got the, the mark. The symbol. She was just yeah. Like, oh, I have to find out what it is. Yeah, I, I will say I will say though I did like I did like that it at least gave her a dimension to where it was like oh yeah she doesn't have a mark but like she's still badass enough to like be fighting them yeah, yeah. Um, without one yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but I feel like they just could have executed that better probably yeah. And then they kind of just Mary sued her at the end where she like, as soon as she kills Kano, she's like, I know how to use my power. (laughs) (laughs) That flip that she did. Well, she does two incredibly unnecessary flips in this movie. (laughs) Yes, Um, yes, yes, yes. To the point where I was like, at the end, I was like, but why? (laughs) And and, the first one is the first one is she like calls for a knife instead of grabbing one herself and he throws it to her while she's in the air and she's able to catch it and maneuver and i was just like okay and then uh at the end where she does that like strange flip off of the rock into the superhero landing and i'm just like yeah that was weird i i she did so many things with knives that i was convinced that her x-men power was gonna be throwing (laughs) 
like Gambit. I thought she was going to be Gambit. There were so many things. Dude, well, not. I mean, in a way, she kind of is Gambit because she has that, like, because yeah, he has oh, that psionic yeah, ability. Like sort of, right. Yeah. So um, she sort of, and it's it's kind of the same fucking color, which is just a little interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know this, but, it like, would that be a call to the game? Like, is that the way she moves in the game? Because I know, like, Melina has, when she goes to bite um, Cole's, like, yeah. stick, she would have normally bit someone's face. But that was, like, shot for shot a move from yeah. the game. Yeah, and and they gave her, like, the teleportation stuff right. that Melina does in the game. Yeah. I Like, Sonya Blade's not necessarily, like, a floaty character that... I mean, she does flips and shit, but all of those characters do. When you, like, double jump, they, like, front flip. That's right. But, I mean, that ability is her ability, so... Yes, I didn't like the, the the flip, but the fact that she did that and did a fatality from the game where she blew out her insides, I thought was awesome. Mm-hmm. Right off the bat, I thought like the fatalities and stuff were all, were all like really really well done. And there's so dude, there's so many of them. Um, but out of all the ones that they showed, I feel like the fact that we didn't get Sub Zero's uh, spine rip hmm. really fucking made me sad. Like they should have made him do that to somebody, because his his fatality was that he just like reaches and pulls at your neck and fucking yanks your head off of your shoulders with your spine attached. That was like the big thing for him. But who would he um, have done that? <laughs> he could have done that to literally, literally any lackey character. Didn't matter. <laughs> somebody cool. could have accidentally hit him, and he could have he could have done that to fucking Hanzo's wife and <laughs> froze her daughter. Like, <laughs> give it to me in some form, you know. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I think they fucking nailed it with everybody. Jax with the that clap with his fucking metal arms on on that dude's head. Um, and speaking of that dude, I just wanted to circle back really quick because you were you guys were talking about not necessarily knowing if they did all of the characters justice one way or the other because you don't necessarily know the source material. The only character that I I believe that they didn't physically give the right look to was that guy that Jax mushed his fucking head in. The general? Uh, yeah, General Reiko or whatever Reiko. his name was. Uh, Reiko is a character from like the earlier games like kind of that middle area before the next gen consoles came out and he was, um, I think he was only in two games, but a lot of characters have only been in two games. Um, but he did not look like that at all. Hmm. Everybody else is almost literally fucking superimposed from the game costume everything reiko 100 percent different uh like cabal fucking dead on like it looks like they just took the video game graphics and made that guy nice. like it's unfucking believable yeah. how close to reality cabal looks from the new game specifically um there were so many of them that looked good like i liked everybody's costumes i like that Jax's arcana was just better arms that was honestly that's like one of the only ones that like it doesn't make any fucking sense to me i thought those two like who are the two like robot ninjas cyrax and sector i thought they were gonna be the reason he got the arms or like whatever like their origin is connected to yeah and it's not necessarily uh, that's kind of what sucks is that they didn't lean into any of that part of it at all. Because yeah. there's like a there's like a whole thing where there's cyber versions of every character and they're all those <laughs> those robots. Wow. Uh, yeah, there's like cyber Sub Zero and shit like that. He's fucking badass. Anyway, <laughs> well, I guess Warner Brothers just did that with their last movie. <laughs> I was gonna say you can't necessarily expect them to dive into all these different. No. versions of characters in the very first movie right right so that's why i think it's interesting and that's why i said i think they did a good job building stuff and setting it up and making it digestible for the first movie to then go forward and build upon that Mm -hmm. like we Mm -hmm. got that uh that look at the is that the netherworld yeah the nether realm yeah nether realm we got like a look at that but we didn't actually go there right so the next time i'm assuming we see that i'm sure there's gonna be like fights and stuff happening there which will be cool yeah Yeah. hopefully they start weaving in more of that overall narrative and making Mm -hmm. things tighter um but for 
just from like a okay how do we adapt this video game into a film yeah i think they did a decent job of it honestly i think that this is the bar for video game movies now because i don't know that there's anything before this that that touched that i think some of the resident evils probably had a better reception but like resident evil definitely like i think jumped the shark at some point Mm. yeah the third movie specifically (laughs) <laughs> but that's that's another story for another day but yeah so robert cole is an original character just for the movie right yep he's what? he is the trope character trope character yeah he's he's the new guy to the universe and he brings us into it because we don't understand it either okay yeah. yeah um what did you think of him as being well i think they wanted him to be the protagonist i don't know if he held the attention throughout but i like i like honestly for them coming up with him uh, cold and then I liked them tying him to Scorpion giving him a reason to also be there Um, and I don't I think he did like a good job like I thought that character was like interesting for completely new and being thrust into the rest of that stuff Um, you know obviously like he's like a cage fight like they all have some sort of fight background and shit like that um, and I thought his, his arcana was pretty fucking sweet. Like he can absorb a lot of damage and be all right. Like that's pretty fucking cool. And it, then and it fit with his character because, yeah. Of... And it looked, it, it looked as though once he took on a certain amount of damage, he then generated those weapons to now help him back into the fight, which I thought was like paced out really cool. Because uh, it's almost as if a bar had to fill up in the game to get to clicking the button that now he has the weapons that he can use and then they go away again when the bar fucking runs out. Like, that's kind of what it felt like. Yeah. Um, and to that point, I feel like they set up so many fights where it was like there was a character on either side of the frame as if it were the game. And I I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, when, when Scorpion and Sub-Zero like square off for the first time but they had already fought Mm -hmm. and uh, sub-zero conjures that that ice sword and scorpion's just kind of standing there i was like holy shit dude they did the whole uh, the only thing it was missing was like a big fucking word that said fight in the middle (laughs) of them i love that yeah and that goes back to the fan service like Yeah. yeah how that really worked for you or could have worked for fans of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. The games, from a film standpoint, though, it leaves some room to be desired. I feel but, like what other way are you going to make them do that? Exactly. Yeah. That was going to be my next statement. Like, there's really no other way to set that up and have that be reminiscent of the games. Yeah. Without coming up with a completely new idea. Yeah. So I I see and I understand why those decisions were made to do that, and obviously go for the fan service because that's what's gonna Propel keep people it coming back. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, then you're just getting X Men 2000, where everyone's in black leather and nobody looks that way. And <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I th- I think they I th- I really do believe that they did a very good job world building from source material and trying to translate that into a film people were very mad that they killed uh prince goro but i my point when i saw that criticism because i was like all right well first of all you definitely know he's going to come back in some way because of the way that they ended that but he's the he's ostensibly the prince of some sort of nation right uh, you would think that killing the prince of that nation would piss off the people of that nation, thusly leading to a inevitable conflict in the next film. Um, it's like, that's kind of laid out there for you. I don't know why people would be like, well, wait a second. Like, <laughs> it's fucking clearly obvious what's happening there. I don't know why you're upset about it. <laughs> Wasn't there also a girl character of that race from the game? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then there was like, then there's like a, t- there's like, animal versions of four-armed characters also (laughs) even even more than that like 
within the span of one movie, somebody dies and comes back to life. Right. Yeah. So like, why? Why <laughs> would you be upset about somebody dying? Re- seriously. Holy what? shit! I didn't even fucking think of that. Like he literally dies at the beginning of the movie and comes back for the finale. Yeah. Like, why would you be upset that any other character died throughout yeah. the film? Then. <laughs> any, any anybody's fair game now. Yeah. yeah. Come on. Literally, now. it's it's just the rules that they built. That's themselves. awesome. So that's so cool. I didn't even think of that. Why did Raiden abandon Hanzo's bloodline? What do you mean? Why, like, why wouldn't he keep the descendants with him and train them up for five hundred years? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the. <laughs> I, I, for, honestly, for me, the very first time I watched it, I was, I thought that the kid that Raiden saved was just going to wind up being Cole. That's yeah. what I. I was that's thinking. what I thought too. Yeah. And then they were like, centuries have passed, and I was like, wait, hold the fuck on, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was an orphan in Chicago, what? <laughs> uh, that I don't understand. I don't know. I think the only thing that could be in my head, trying to make sense of it after the fact, because they didn't say anything about it in the movie, yeah. is that they want to have waypoints in time to go back to where Scorpion still doesn't exist. Oh, maybe, yeah. Like... That's the only thing I could think of. Like, they want to be able... Because the games eventually involve time travel. Oh. Um, and, like, seeing yourself doing things in the past. and not, But it's a closed loop. You can't affect it. Uh, so you're just watching what's happening. And anything that you've done has already affected the future. And so there's no, like... Single Fucking time. the shit up. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. no singularity shit happening. But, like... <laughs> um, they... They do involve that going forward, um, and one of the things that it was an Easter egg in it was the amulet that Kano picked up. Okay. Uh, that with that bright green uh, thing, and it was kind of like goldish. The Eye of Agamotto. Uh, we saw it. Basically, <laughs> yeah. It's that's the that's there's a a huge huge. They mentioned the Elder Gods a few times, uh, and the like bad Elder God is Shinnok. Uh, and that's his amulet. So there's basically, I would assume, the fact that Raiden has it would lead me to believe that there's already been a confrontation with him that we may have to revisit. And also we don't know the whereabouts of the amulet at the end of the film. Because it's super powerful and when it's in the wrong hands, they could do all sorts of crazy shit with it. And Kano, we don't know, put it back. He was told to put it back. We didn't see him place it down on the thing. So it's very possible that that comes back into play if they hopefully do a next movie because I want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one thing that bothered me the most, I think, was... As I'm watching the film progress, following Cole, mm-hmm. and he keeps getting these visions of Scorpion, I was under the impression that he was just going to become Scorpion. Like, that's what I was kind of led to believe. Like, he was having these visions, and then at the end, instead of getting whatever power he got, I was thinking he was just going to become the new Scorpion. I, that, right. That is, that's also what I thought. I thought he was so, the like, new Scorpion. Already I had this expectation in my head of like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. He's yeah. he's a descendant or whatever. And he would like just become Take the, the mantle. form yeah. of Scorpion. And then it just didn't happen. So I, that's why to me, him getting that like armor was kind of like, oh, yeah, it doesn't even he's look just, anything he's, like Scorpion. He's Scorpion's definitely just going to be like 100% his own character yeah. and not. Which is yeah. fine. Yeah, I just I get I get the frustration with that because I yeah. definitely I didn't know where that was going, like I didn't know what the the fucking thing was going to be for him. But like, I'm eternally grateful that he's not the new Scorpion. I think that fans of the game or would have definitely shit all over this if he wound up becoming Scorpion. Yeah, yeah, I, sure. yeah. I think you're. They right. would have been fucking angry. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No, no. When when I realized that that wasn't going to happen, I was. Really yeah. Even though I don't really care, like I know that <laughs> one way or the it's, other, it's, a, it's an important character. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I don't yeah. care, but I would have burned the fucking city to the ground. If yeah. <laughs> but like, but there's even ways to get around that because they could have had him like become possessed by Scorpion, and it could right. have just been right. like the actor 
who played Scorpion playing Scorpion yeah. and then that guy's playing so good, Scorpion dude. like he's got a little hell controller. Dude, <laughs> yeah, that guy's that guy's so good. The guy that played Scorpion. Yeah, uh, he's been in so much stuff. I love him. I love. He's that so actor. good. Uh, he's like a premier sword fighter in in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> so they were able to tap him for like the top character in this, which I think is fucking brilliant. When I saw when I when they announced the casting stuff for this, I was like, "Fuck <laughs> yes, that's Scorpion! Hell yes!" Yeah, Scorpions and Sub-Zero definitely brought, like, the best performances. Um, yeah. Rightfully so. I mean, they're the ones that I think most people care about. Yeah. Um, I was actually surprised to find out that Cole wasn't from the games, just because, like, that final costume looked so... Like, it looked like it was straight from a Mortal Kombat game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I looked him up, all I saw was movie stuff. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for them to now backdoor him into the game universe. Yeah, I've been seeing, like, people disagree on whether they want him to join the games or to just stay in the movies or not. But Oh no, I want him in the game cuz yeah. I like why not? Like I want to see that happen now. I want I want to be able to control that. Yeah. yeah. The weird thing is like you never see him use those weapons before or like any kind of weapons, so like yeah. it's a little like hard to connect in my brain that he would know how to use them, but Ooh. At first, I thought they were going to be like attached right where he wasn't going to be able to flip them out. He was just going to kind of have he was going to be just all defensive, basically. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought they were going to do, but I guess he was able to move them around at some point because yeah. he stuck uh, Goro in the eye with the fucking thing and cut his hand off and eviscerated yeah. him the other way, which I thought was like, that better be his fucking fatality in the game. Yeah. Like, just destroying somebody and then fucking standing over the pile that he left in them. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even dislike Cole as a character. I thought I thought he worked for mm-hmm. the traditional, like, this is the human that we're bringing mm-hmm. into this world and we need to catch yeah. up to speed. Um, no, yeah. I, I liked, I liked him. I, th- I thought he was, kind of, he was all right. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think... I think the 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 problems that the movie has is trying to stick so much to the uh, the birthmark or not. It's not even a birthmark. Yeah, that was a, that was a, one thing about it. Like like when we were watching it, uh, we were like, "Wait, it's not a birthmark?" Because at first we thought it was. And <laughs> yeah, they kept calling like it a his his was right, right. right. Or he believed his to be yeah. because he had it since birth because he was part of the bloodline. But I guess the rest of them have passed through time in being killed or killing. Then you then take it, which mm-hmm. is what happened for Sonya. Um, yeah. Which I thought was a really interesting way to... Because once Kano comes back, he's not going to lose his power. He's already obtained it, I feel like. So there's no way that you can... like still be alive and lose the arcana you have to be killed for it to go away yeah or to pass to somebody else but if you are to come back in some other form <laughs> yeah. then you keep I mean, it i would just assume. like scorpion yeah yeah exactly because he keeps he, in fact he like develops powers he doesn't even like we don't know that he can't breathe fire when he's <laughs> in japan when his parents are or when his daughter and his wife are killed we don't know that for sure we can't say that for sure we don't know that he can't breathe fire then <laughs> we only knows know that he chose not to. right exactly <laughs> maybe his arcana is just that he's able to go to hell whenever he wants i mean scorpion <laughs> typically like and i love that they included like his face having that that skeletal yeah look to it uh yeah. when they kind of over overlay that they did that a couple times and i'm just like yes you're getting it all right yeah. yes <laughs> i loved that part <laughs> Basically anything with Scorpion and Sub Zero was the like effects. Good. I dude, I I felt like the effects looked really good most of the time. The only time I really had an issue was kind of in the middle of that Goro fight because Goro kind of looked like obviously not really there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which that's especially really hard when to he do when he looks scene. in the window of the car specifically, that shot doesn't feel like it's even finished. Hmm. Um, to me, I was like immediately. I was like, oh, um, but the lightning stuff with Raiden, the fire with Scorpion, 
the ice with Sub-Zero. I think all of that shit looked fucking amazing. <laughs> well, I, I really liked, I really appreciated the scene where they're like at the diner and Sub-Zero shows up and he like does the hail thing and it just yeah. fucking decks a guy in the face. Just like one guy that's standing there. Yeah. <laughs> that was like CW effects to me though. Like that didn't really, it didn't feel great. <laughs> And like the yeah, that smash cut to the guy that like they just like threw a snowball at him and tell him to fall over. <laughs> it was just awkward to me. Dude, I love I, I was like cracking up. See, I could I could see what Joe means now. Yeah, by yeah, yeah. Especially especially in that scene because the the lighting was so moody. Yeah. In that whole sequence, mm. that like it definitely felt like it could have been. Oh, it's on a back lot. Like that's why we filmed it like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> And like it, because you have Sub Zero, and he's like just like standing far away and using his powers. Because obviously, if he went hand to hand with Cole, it'd be over. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole movie ends right there. But yeah. so I don't know. Like I understand why you can't have him do hand to hand and be bested. But also, it just was kind of awkward for the character to be doing like wizard shit instead of just going in and getting <laughs> it done. Well, yeah. and I so it, I don't know that th- that specifically ties so much into what I'm going to say, but there is like an element of they kind of showcased how people play this game differently Mm. within this movie because they did the move spamming in the fight pit (laughs) where Liu Kang uh, sweep kicks Kano three straight times. And he's like, learn a different move, mate. That's my favorite scene. That's my favorite (laughs) I fucking loved how they did that. Yeah. Yeah. That was so fucking cool to me that they did that. And then, so to, to, to like really pulling that idea out, that could be somebody who knows all of Sub Zero's ranged attacks. And instead of going in and fighting you hand to hand, it's just going to stand at the <laughs> edge of the screen and throw shit at you until you can jump your way through to get to him. That's a really good point. And, like, we have to keep... At, at least I have to keep reiterating to myself, like, this is supposed to be a video game film. Right. So there's got to be elements of that somewhere sprinkled throughout. Yeah. Um, but that's a really good point about the various attacks and thinking about the mechanics of the game and how they apply within the film. Yeah, the the, the move spamming bit, I like... I was like, holy shit, I'm so glad that they did that. And then they also included like the iconic Mortal Kombat uppercut, but they did it in a way that was like super fucking cheesy and corny as fuck when Cole's daughter tells him to use an uppercut like he doesn't know what he's doing From in a off screen. Yeah. Use your uppercut, dad. And I was like, oh. he's like, what? Like, while I'm happy we're getting the uppercut, because it's like, it's the move in Mortal Kombat. Like, if you can figure out how to place that, you can beat people. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Um, so the fact that they utilized it that way I thought was cool, but also, like, having her say it like that was like, oh. Yeah, and he does the exact same thing earlier when um, the reptile fight. Cole yeah. from off screen goes, Kano, use the flare. And then he looks yeah, down yeah, yeah. And like, I didn't need that audio cue. You can just have him look over at the flares. And see a flare and yeah. light it. Or at least show me what's going on on the other side of the room instead of someone off screen yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I liked, I really liked the, the reptile fight for sure. Um, I hope that that isn't reptile <laughs> and that we'll see somebody in a future film donning more of a costumed look for him. But to get him included in there, to get the 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 acid, uh, like saliva and the invisibility and all of that shit was just like. And he also did, he grabbed um, Sonya Blade by the leg and lifted her up while he was invisible. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking move right out of the game. That's a move right out of the game. And like the way that they even positioned her in the air is kind of how the character moves when he does that. Yeah. Um, so when I saw that, I was like, wow, okay. They like, they gave a shit. They gave a shit about what the fuck they were doing here. It wasn't just like the Street Fighter movie. Uh. <laughs> it wasn't just like they went to some director and they were like, okay, 
make yeah. a Mortal Kombat movie, and he was just whatever like, that All means right. to you. Yeah, I definitely did get the sense that like they did care deeply about these games, and that came across. Um, yeah, I just don't know that it was adapted that well to the medium of film. Like I, I think yeah. they did a good job of like showing their love for the source, but yeah. I don't know about um, really fleshing it out to be a movie. <laughs> yeah. And like, there's so much that has not even been taught. Like they've, you've only seen like glimpses of Outworld, and uh, which Paul referred to as just like a color corrected desert. Like, why is it that? <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's. <laughs> It's not just that it's it, that it's a blue fucking desert. It's just like why isn't there more character? I don't know, like like destroyed buildings or something. My my gripe with with it was that it just it, I just felt like there was nothing there. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally. It was it was literally a blue desert. Yeah. Like there was nothing else going on. It just seemed like kind of lazy. Like I don't know, just like put some CGI like <laughs> castles and stuff. Well, there's the big shit. like. Goro person statue too. Standing oh, okay, over like yeah. it looked a like a line or something. That was cool. Yeah, that was. Yeah, cool. it was a. It looked like it was a big door that that yeah. bust was of, and I was like, that's probably where like Outworld itself is. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many characters I can't wait to see though. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why I was like, fuck, give me this next movie now, because uh, they like clearly alluded to Johnny Cage being a big part of the next one. Which yeah. was like a huge gripe for people that they excluded him in this movie, but I feel like you needed to establish shit before you also throw that guy into it. Yeah, I feel like Johnny Cage yeah. would have just taken over, especially yeah. if you had him and Kano and Kano. in the same room. It's just like I, I can only hate so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, like so, Kano obviously is an unsavory like person. Yeah, but the characterization of him, I think, was pretty complete and was fucking funny. Yeah, where yeah. other characters in the movie seemingly attempted to be the same type of character, and I absolutely, abjectly hated it. Like, yeah. I fucking hated the characterization of Cabal yeah. so much. Because I he came know... out of nowhere with how he spoke, and it bothered the hell. Like, coming the... from me, the fact that he cursed so much threw me the fuck off. Yeah. Were the performer in the suit and the voice actor the same? I think so, because only one okay. person's listed on the credit. Okay, but yeah. I don't know like, why he was doing like, if Rocket Raccoon could curse, I don't yeah. know why he's doing that voice. There's well, they, no explanation. Like, why does he sound like he's from Jersey? What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I thought it was uh, Frank. You know Reynolds. who I don't like? That fucking Kano scumbag. Like, why the fuck is he talking like that? Well, Drove me crazy. Why is the mom? Like, why does she go fuck this when the kid is having like a traumatic episode because there's a giant orc killing her husband? Let me gra- grab an axe and go fuck this shit <laughs> instead yeah. of yeah. listening to him and running away. She was, she was yeah. like, fine, I'll no, do it, it myself and grab the it axe. Was really, it was really pissing me off when that was happening and they were just like standing. Yeah, right there. Just standing outside. Leave. No human on earth would just stand there and watch that. <laughs> I was just like, why aren't you running? He's like eight feet tall and he has four <laughs> arms. And he's jacked. Like, he's not even fat, dude. He's not even like yeah. a fat ogre. He's ripped. Like, get yeah, the fuck out of he's, there. He's no Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not an ogre, but he's yoked. Like, get the fuck out of there. So, I mean, what if it's the daughter's favorite movie is Shrek? <laughs> and so she thinks that it's an ogre... He's there to help. He's making he's making uh, <laughs> subtle overtures towards her, and she's <laughs> who watches Shrek and is just like, "That's a guy I want to get to know." <laughs> Dude, you have no idea. <laughs> no, but but I think I think part of Cole's backlash that that character faced was because of his stupid family. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, also like also like. It's sort of on Raiden for being like, well, if you can't get your Arcana, go the fuck home. And then as soon as he gets it, he's like, all right, we'll come back. (laughs) Yeah. You really set those people up to die. And Raiden's a character that's really interesting in this because he says that he can't interfere. But But like from the very beginning of the film, we know that he interfered because he saved 
Scorpion's bloodline. Yeah. Um, and that's something in the games that has to be reckoned with. Like, in the games, Raiden has interjected for too long, and the gods get mad at him. Um, did, we ever, did we ever understand as to why he saved the bloodline? No. No, they asked him, and he didn't. He, he smiled, and that was it. There was some prophecy or something that, like, Hanzo's bloodline would got a champion or whatever the yeah but he literally was like they were like raiden i thought you said you couldn't interfere and he went oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> that's sure, all winking at the camera yeah, yeah but that's yeah. like something in future move like it seems so stupid now but now in the future he's going to have to atone for that and that's why i'm so excited for mortal kombat 2 which i think <laughs> that they should just call the tournament um just to piss everybody off so the R rating, I think, was meant to serve the violence of the fatalities more. Yeah. But I feel like they could have um, used that to their advantage in some of the character designs. Like, I didn't like Melina's face makeup at all. Like, it just looked like she was, like, smeared with jam. I really... One, like, I think it would have been good to have the mask on her yeah. for, like, yeah. most of the movie. And then to have the reveal, like, already just, like... the Of the teeth there. Teeth. Instead of, like, just, like, at the last second, her ripping yeah. it open and then dying. But, like, so it almost seemed like, to me, that her mouth has ripped open before and that was, like, scabbing over it. Yeah. And then she rips it again. Yeah. That's what it seems like. To, I don't know. I Like, I didn't understand why her face looked like that. Because in the game, obviously, she's just all teeth and that's it. Right. Um, so I didn't understand why she looked like that. But then when her mouth ripped open, I was like, oh, that's happened before. Right. Oh, her body, like, tries to heal that. <laughs> and it <laughs> rips again. That's terrifying. I'm glad she's dead. She was suffering. <laughs> it definitely is. But it just didn't It didn't look very good until that point. And it's like they almost didn't want to put the mask on her, I feel like, because they didn't give us katana yeah and then, katana's the blue one right yeah like it's really interesting that she's not there because she's the character i think everybody was really mad wasn't included like on top of like they gave us the johnny cage like he's coming cole's going to hollywood to get him <laughs> uh but we didn't get anything for katana which was other than the easter egg of her weapon so hmm. will she have existed previously and already have died and that's why he has that uh, is he holding it for when she decides to shoot? Like, we don't know what the fuck the, <laughs> the deal is with that. But the people that don't know that, it's literally just a thing in the background that is, like, brightly lit for no other reason. I don't even remember seeing that. Yeah. Like, on my first watch. I mean, I've only yeah. seen it once, but... Yeah. And that's the thing, too. Like, I don't think I'll watch this movie again, because oh. I don't have to. Dude, it's fucking... I got what I needed out of it's it. It's so much more fun watching it the second time because the violence is just like, you really get to focus... Like, instead of, like, <laughs> having to sit there and go, like, why are they here now? Why are they there now? What's gonna happen here now? You get to just, like, oh, man. Oh, man, this fight's coming up. This was so... Like, I thought putting it on in the background was gonna just, like, be something for me, and it wound up be me being, like... Because <laughs> I just liked watching them fucking kill each other so much. <laughs> The, the, like, them giving us Kung Lao's fatality where he, like, rides her head through that fucking buzzsaw. I was so happy that they did that. That was awesome. So fucking cool. But it was also like, here's my beautiful girlfriend with wings. She'll never say a word and she'll be dead in ten minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she's also a character I don't think was in many of the games. I think maybe she popped up in two of them. She hasn't been in recent ones as far as I know. But I think Joe's more pointing yeah, out the yeah. fact that like they Why made you... it seem like this was gonna be someone, right. and like <laughs> as someone who didn't doesn't know any of these characters and doesn't necessarily like that stuff doesn't necessarily matter in this yeah. context. I'm just taking what they're giving me at face value, right, right. and I'm like, oh, this person's supposed to be someone. Oh, she's dead. It's <laughs> my, it might. This might be the only movie that almost every character says their own name. <laughs> I yeah. think at least, though, like, when you treat every character like they're supposed to, like, be someone or whatever, like, then it's a, a little bit more of a shock when they die, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah, like, he gave her that, like, really sweet intro, and then she immediately got her face round, round through the, the fucking buzzsaw. Yeah. So you were like, oh! Like, double. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then like they didn't they they stayed on her body till about midway through her torso and then they cut up to his face when it would start hitting some of the guts and shit and it really started splashing on him and his fucking eyes were like super big i thought that was amazing uh, but also i think part of kung lao's uh, arcana is possibly that his hands can't get cut by the blade because how is he be... catching that if it's mm. also sharp enough to cut someone in half yeah. but he can call it too right but like how is he catching it if the blade is on the edge and he's literally catching it like Captain America catches his shield. I don't know. It's like catching an arrow. He's just done it enough that he can grip at just There's the right moment. No way. <laughs> Especially at the speed with which Bullshit. it comes back to him. He's got to have magical powers. His Otherwise hands are it metal. Work. <laughs> just his fingertips. It's the only place he can do it. It's a very specific power. Um... Real quick, before we dive into any final thoughts, what was everyone's favorite fatality? Oh, mine's the mine's the Kung Lao one, for sure. Until we start seeing some of the other ones that will eventually come through the game, I think, or the movie, I think that the Kung Lao one was my favorite. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree with that. I think uh, Kano's heart grab, it was the kind of cartoony violence of it. Yeah, like he just punched through his chest somehow. I think he used the hole that Sonya made with the knife. Yeah. He like punched that hole and found his yeah. way directly to the creature's heart. Right. And the just like it's still beating just like yeah. in the game was just yeah. like it was so much and it was also just telling you like yeah, this is this is what we're this doing more to come for the rest yeah, of the day. <laughs> I I've got to agree with Joe. Uh I think that was my favorite just cuz it was so like pulling out a still beating heart like yeah. it's just cool it's yeah. just cool the other the other one uh jack's clapping uh reiko's head was like i didn't expect it but like i loved that he was like these motherfuckers work <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's definitely something the character in the game would say after he kills somebody by doing that like <laughs> so very much appreciative of them being like jack's is like totally cool with doing this shit all the time <laughs> Final thoughts on Mortal Kombat. I would suggest this movie to somebody. Nice. I, yes. I, I would say I would say uh, that it's good good enough <laughs> to suggest. <laughs> that that's uh, that's my uh, in depth analysis. No, that's good because a lot of times we discuss whether or not we'd buy it on Blu-ray. <laughs> so like, it's basically that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd necessarily suggest it to someone, but if someone's a fan of fighting games and someone's a fan of violence in films and likes cool death scenes and some gore uh, and, like, enjoys fight choreography, I think I would suggest it. Yeah. But like I said earlier, I don't think I need to rewatch this movie. I don't even think I'd need to rewatch this movie prior to seeing the sequel because that's how much of it actually mattered to me in the end. Um, <laughs> this is the most but I had fun. Ever, Jordan B. Wow. <laughs> I had Holy fun. shit. <laughs> I had fun watching it, and if it was on in the background, I think I would occasionally watch for some fight scenes. But plot-wise, I don't need anything else from it. Uh, plot-wise, I would love more from this. Um <laughs> but I just didn't get it. <laughs> uh, this, it really has the vibe of a fan film, just with a bigger budget. And for all intents and purposes, that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so if you like Mortal Kombat, you should see this movie. You're going to love it. I am not a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, so it was very middling to bad for me. But I won't <laughs> knock it to the fans because I also am going to be here every other week gushing about whatever comes out from marvel no matter what <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and i just recognize yeah. that's my bias um i think you know they earned the r rating with the violence and as many fucks as they could get in there i think they could have explored that in some different ways but overall i kind of got what i expected out of it <laughs> i mean i already said it but i like i loved it i thought it was so much fun like once the once the credits hit, I was just like, man, that was like thoroughly <laughs> satisfying for someone who likes to play Mortal Kombat. Like I feel like, for sure, um, I'm really excited for the future of what this franchise is. I know I feel like I've seen WB say 
that they're like really looking for fan response as to whether or not they'll green light a second one. I feel like they have to green light a second one. <laughs> I think was, they should. I think they really should. I think not green lighting a second one at least is a huge, huge mistake. Um, but like, liked all the characters in it. I'm excited for characters in the future. Um, something specific happens with Sub Zero's character, Bihan. That's like, I can't wait to see that because they like they they're doing it like if they make a second one of this they're moving forward with the sub-zero storyline which is so exciting to me so exciting to me but johnny cage is definitely coming if in if they do a second one everybody's saying that that should be the miz from the wwe playing johnny cage i feel like he would absolutely fucking crush that role <laughs> and i don't want uh ryan reynolds as was otherwise suggested because i don't think that it's the same type of humor like Ryan Reynolds is a very specific type of humor and this is not that um, and I got a bunch of shit on that on Facebook for saying that but people don't understand what I was saying because uh, they were like oh it's called acting and I was like have you seen Ryan Reynolds in anything other than Deadpool he's fucking Deadpool you know what I mean and like a lot of these actors have very specific script requests and like Will Smith signs on to any movie and he gets to have his people doctor it to make it more Will Smith like Ooh. I feel like Ryan Reynolds absolutely has that power and does that on everything because how does how else does he get in his sarcastic quips if he's mm. doing fucking what was that movie definitely maybe or some shit like that Detective <laughs> like, Pikachu <laughs> like he got all of his shit in and he wasn't even in Detective Pikachu like <laughs> he's got a style is what I'm trying to say like yeah, he has yeah. a specific humor about him and he puts it into all of his work and that's not Johnny Cage yeah, it just doesn't line up. It's not the same kind of humor. But, yeah, 100% invested in Mortal Kombat's film franchise future for me. I think it would be a mistake to not make a sequel. Yeah. I think Mortal Kombat as a property has so much value. Yeah. Especially as a cinematic property, the way mm -hmm. that movies are made now, considering everyone wants the next franchise. And I think... This can be that. I For think sure. they just need to do a little bit more to make it. I'm more. I to that point. I'll say that I'm glad it's not a TV series. So glad yes. it's not a TV series. I yeah. don't want to spend like eight to ten hours with these characters and like because that would be monotony. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> it's batshit crazy to begin with. So if they were like, oh, we'll do a series about Mortal Kombat, it's gonna be bad no matter what. Uh, movie. Two hours at a time, all the blood you could squeeze in there and a bunch of fucks? Yes. 100% every time because you're going to nail that. Can't wait for the fifth one where they roll in the DC characters. Dude, yeah. Like, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible because they had a crossover in the games, man. Yeah. <laughs> and there's already a multiverse. And that was like the worst of the Mortal Kombat games almost. <laughs> because almost. DC didn't let any of the characters kill and nobody was allowed to bleed and nobody could No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really fucking lame. Like the Joker like shoots you, but it's off camera. <laughs> let's let's just let's just keep Mortal Kombat over here. Yeah, and we'll yeah. keep DC over here. <laughs> multiverse, bro. Fucking multiverse, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that has been our thoughts on Mortal Kombat. So you let us know what you thought. You could hit us up over on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, MySpace, Square Ready, at Pop Cannon. Do we? I wish we had Square Ready. Fuck. <laughs> if you would like to, you could find us individually. Uh, some of us. My name is Jordan. You could find me on Twitter and Instagram at JL24FPS. I'm still Robert, and you can find me at Yesball on the Twitter and the Instagrams. I'm Joe. I'm on Twinstagram at Joe4Broke. F-O-R. <laughs> and Paul, plug your Twitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a pluggable. Come on. Dude, I haven't streamed in that long time. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, just say I'm Paul. <laughs> no. Don't tell me what to, to effing say. I'm not allowed to say F on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you say it as F. <laughs> <laughs>
This is a family podcast. Once again, for Pop Cannon, thanks for watching. We'll see you on the next one. Finish it! So... <laughs> Finish it! It was right there the whole time.